What's up, guys? Happy Friday. It's your girl, Constance Annan, and you're now watching Constance the Podcast. Okay, if you're new here, Fridays used to be dedicated to advice column submissions. So we're going to start off with an advice column submission. Okay? Today's advice column submission reads, Dear Constance, will you ever sell hair again? Personally, ooh, I just spat a lot when I hit the P. I hope y'all did not see all that spit, but if you did, that's life. Personally, damn, I just spat again. Okay, let's let's soften the P. Personally, um, I am not thinking about selling hair right now. Like I am thinking about my podcast. I'm thinking about fashion. I know for sure I'm gonna have another business, so don't don't worry. You can support the kid financially eventually. Um, but yeah, right now my brain, like, I'm just not thinking about hair. Selling hair was cool. I had a fun ride. Um, I had a long ride. If I ever do consider selling hair again, y'all will be the first to know. But right now that is not on the forefront of my brain. I'm really just focusing on perfecting this craft. And again, my fashion. Um, yeah, definitely see myself entering the business world, like entering the business world again on the fashion side, but lips are sealed until stuff is in motion or until, I know for sure exactly what I want to do, but that's that on that as far as business. I got another question in the advice column. And it says, Dear Constance, I'm a terrible listener. And that's all the advice column submission says. So I don't know if you missed the part where you're supposed to ask me a question, but this isn't a statement box. Don't just tell me stuff about you. However, I'm going to assume that you possibly pressed the the send button without realizing that you didn't type everything or maybe you typed and didn't realize it wasn't actually typing um if you were a terrible listener the only advice i can give you is to shut the fuck up sometimes and just fucking listen i think i used to be a bad listener i read a book called um how to win friends and influence people and it kind of made me realize that like the number one key to forming a a, a good relationship with anybody is to be a good listener if you ever meet me in person um, and I don't know you like that, you'll see that I'm doing a lot less talking and a lot more listening. People love to talk about themselves. People love to, to, to feel heard. And so I, I take it upon myself to create that space for people. So again, just zip your lips, be quiet, listen to what they have to say, be there for other people. Just, just, just create a listening space for others. That's, that's the best advice I can give you. Okay. So, um, Going forward, if anybody needs advice, y'all know what to do. Click the link down below in the description box. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can click the link in my Instagram bio at Constance Depod. Click on the Dear Constance Advice column tab, and that will direct you to the advice column. And lastly, you can always call in 240-587-3186. All submissions are anonymous. So, let's talk, y'all. Okay, I don't. y'all know I love Jocelyn's Cabaret. And if you've been keeping up with the shit that's been happening, they, had, they filmed the reunion, right? I ain't going to get too much into it. But I find it fucking hilarious that yesterday Jocelyn and Ballistic let out a fucking, what the fuck do you call it? Damn, what the fuck do you call it? Like, they just wrote up, what the fuck do you call it? Like, they wrote up some, an apology, essentially. They wrote up an apology and they were like, hey, the show was about woman empowerment and there was no fighting done and everything is good. Like, they filmed the reunion, right? Backstory. They filmed the reunion. The fights took, broke off, which always happen at reunions. 
all the girls from the show get on their lives and get on Instagram and let us know what the fuck happened. What's crazy is Jocelyn herself got on Twitter and let us know what happened. But that's besides the point. I find it fucking hilarious that she would renege like that. Like, people really do be reneging on their word. How the fuck are you going to say you did something and then come back with a whole statement? That's the word I was looking for. Come back with a whole statement to say that it never happened. Like, you forgot you told us it happened. But the craziest part about all that, I don't even care about the reneging. The craziest part about all that is Zeus... And the Jocelyn and Ballistic statement said, uh, what the fuck did it say? It said that this is a show um, based, like, centered around empowering women. And I just heard Black China saying, embezzle. And I just said to myself, empowerment? Empowerment? Women empowerment? Like, I never got women empowerment from Jocelyn's Cabaret. Never in my life did I ever watch it and think, wow, this is empowering women. So I just thought that that was funny as fuck, y'all. I really feel like I don't even, like, I truthfully and honestly don't give a fuck about the next couple seasons that, I mean, the next couple episodes that's coming out with Johnson's Cabaret. I just want to see the reunion, and I'm a little upset because I feel like they're going to wipe out all the good shit and edit out all the good shit, and I'm going to be stuck with, like, a reunion that really doesn't get into what I'm trying to get into. You know what I'm saying? I want to see all the fights. I want to see Ballistic choking whoever he choked. I want to see all of it. So, Zeus, if you're watching this, please don't edit out the good shit, Okay. Please don't. And honestly and truthfully, Jocelyn's Cabaret needs to just go to Now That's TV. I don't know if y'all know, y'all hip to Now That's TV, but Now That's TV is where Big Lex show is filmed. And Big Lex's show, Batty Collection, is raw, real. That's like quality ratchet TV. They don't bleep out anything. They don't cover up anything. You get to see every fucking thing like you there in the house with them. You see all the different angles of fights. Like, Now That's TV knew what the fuck they was doing by calling it Now That's TV. Because, bitch, when I watch it, I'm like, now that's some motherfucking TV. Okay? So, that's the start of that. That's probably the most um, celeb gossip you'll ever hear me address on this show. I just can't believe that that's what the fuck went down. The reneging was crazy. The fake empowerment statement was crazy. All of it was crazy. The fighting was crazy. Y'all know I don't fuck with the fighting. We're going to move on to the next topic. Y'all, gas right now is at an all-time high. I don't know if y'all seen. I'm going to put it here somewhere on the screen. So if you're watching it, or if you're listening to this on podcast streaming platforms, you might want to head over to YouTube. But gas is at an all-time high, right? And at Chevron and Texaco gas stations, you can use Klarna. Buy now, pay later services on gas. How fucking ridiculous is that? This is what the fucking thing say. Fill up now. <laughs> Fill up now. Pay later. Gas up. Pay over six weeks. Beep, beep. You can now gas up or grab snacks at Chevron and Texaco and split the cost over six weeks with Klarna. <sighs> That's crazy, y'all. Everything is on Afterpay. Now, don't get me wrong, bitch. I use Afterpay. I use Afterpay. I use Affirm. I use Klarna. But, bitch, I pay that motherfucker back. But Layaway used to be hot. Y'all remember back in the day? I remember back in the day, I used to be at AJ Wright. I don't know if... You, I don't know if AJ Wright was like a global thing or a local thing, but I used to be at AJ Wright with my mom, with my aunt, with family, and we would be in AJ Wright for hours, and they would be putting shit on. My my mom would be putting shit on layaway. Like, all the shit would go on layaway. You come back in two weeks, you pick that shit up. And, you know, then I get to my teens, and, like, the concept of layaway is just gone. You got to buy. You just got to buy it. 
Now all of a sudden it's coming back. Does that have something to do with the economy? I don't know, bitch. I'm gonna keep it 100 with you. I really don't care how how good the economy is, how bad the economy is. I'm one of them people that just kind of flow with life. Like whatever the government tells me, I gotta do is whatever the government tells me, I gotta do. I think it's a waste of brain power for me to sit and try to figure out why the economy is the way it is and figure out why I need to be worried about it. I don't really care about why the economy is the way it is. I'm gonna tell y'all one thing about me: gas prices are high, right? I couldn't tell you how much gas is. I couldn't tell you how much gas was when it was low. I couldn't even tell you which gas station has the cheapest gas i don't care i'm one of those people that pull up to a gas station regardless of what the price is and i fill my motherfucking tank up and i go on about my business like i'll be in the car with my best friend right and she'll literally be like all right this one is three something something that one is three something something they be off by like five cents and she's gonna go to the one that's off by five cents i don't care to save the five cents i personally just don't care like i just that like i said Go with the flow, fill up my gas tank, and get the fuck on. Will I ever use a buy now, pay later service? First of all, I don't even got Chevron or Texaco as an option, so it's not even an available uh, option to me. But I would not use buy now, pay later services because that's what the fuck the credit card is for. So I'll just put on the credit card and then pay off the credit card. I don't know. But it's a good thing for anybody that don't have the money up front. You know what I'm saying? Layaway is back, and they applying it to a whole lot of shit. And it's just crazy to see how the world is developing. So, kudos to that. I just thought it was fucking unbelievable. I never thought a day in my life that gas would be on layaway. I'm trying to think if there's anything that I need on layaway. They should motherfucking put fast food on layaway. But I wouldn't even, I I mean, I think it would be helpful to those that are like homeless. Fast food on layaway ain't a bad idea. Honestly, snacks at the gas station on layaway ain't a bad idea. Because like now all the homeless can go in and get it. But the only thing, yeah, like you put down your $2. And... You get your food, however much food you need. You know what the buy not pay later services is like. You just pay a little bit today, then you pay the rest another time. Some services you don't even pay today, you pay in two weeks. So that's great for like homeless people or the less, you know, the people that don't have it. I think that's great. They should probably put that into grocery stores. Okay. See, I ain't come on here with that mindset, but I'm thinking and I'm like, that ain't a bad idea. Rent, buy now, pay later. That's not a bad idea either. If the, if the if the if the world if the world keeps moving like this and layaway touches every motherfucking industry, I have no complaints. None at all. When I ran a business, I did the buy not pay later services, and on the business end, you get the money up front. So it really is not a bad idea at all. Okay, America, I see you doing something. I ain't got nothing negative to say about it. I really don't. Oh, okay. So I've been thinking about, like I said, y'all, I'll be saying shit and then I'll be listening to the playback and I'm like, oh, I should have said this. So I talked about how I don't like this second music. I don't really care for it like that. But y'all know, I really love me some good R&B, like some soft, sensual. I don't know if it's really that soft or sensual, but like I'm a huge Chris Brown fan. Uh, I really love Rod Wave. He's not really R&B, but the nigga be singing. Like I love a singing ass nigga like Yes, I love a singer. I mean, I love a singing-ass female, too. Like, I really love Summer Walker. Money Long is hitting the motherfucking... Money Long been speaking to me lately. I've been watching a couple Money Long interviews, and so I've been fucking with her as, like, an individual, you know what I'm saying, based off what she said. But I, I really do fuck with the music. That girl can sing. This is the crazy thing. Do y'all remember the song Dollhouse by Priscilla Renee? Every time I think about Money Long, I think about that song. That's motherfucking Money Long. Y'all remember the song dollhouse i'm just a girl you're just a boy this is my house it's not a toy so what's with you playing with my mind y'all remember that 
Come on, y'all got to remember that. That song used to go. I used to fucking love that song. I told Brianna, Brianna, my best friend, Brianna was like, yeah, I remember that song. That song used to rock. I told y'all I was listening to MTV Jams before school, was listening to the music videos. Priscilla Renee Dollhouse used to be on nonstop. That song used to rock. Y'all want to know something really funny? Um, one time I got in trouble. I used to, First of all, my favorite rapper it was Lil Wayne. I think Lil Wayne is still my favorite rapper, but I don't listen to like Lil Wayne new music. Like If Lil Wayne dropped a song today, I'd probably tap in, but I wouldn't be into it like I was back in the day. Like Back in the day, you asked me to rap a Lil Wayne lyric. I told y'all I loved Young Money, so I was rapping Lil Wayne like my heart depended on it. Mind y'all, the first Lil Wayne song I heard was Lollipop. But, so I wasn't really listening to Lil Wayne prior to Lollipop. But after Lollipop, like Lil Wayne dropped something. Oh, yeah, I was in there. Me and Brianna used to do like, look, Brianna used to do Drake's part. I used to do Lil Wayne's part. Like, I used to fucking love Lil Wayne. Anyways, one time I got in trouble, y'all, for having Lil Wayne's lyrics as, a, as my email signature. I emailed the teacher and I had some, you know, provocative Lil Wayne lyrics as the, as the signature. It was provocative, but... I told y'all, like, rap was, like, my affirmations. And Lil Wayne was talking about, I don't even know, I don't remember what song it was. But some lyrics that made me feel like I was, you know, that girl. And so that was my signature. The teacher gets mad. It was my band teacher, actually. Teacher gets mad, and he's like, this is inappropriate. And he wasn't really getting the point, the part that, like, it wasn't literal. It's just lyrics. You know what I'm saying? I tried to explain to him, like, these are lyrics not literal like I don't really feel like this I don't know what the fuck it was it probably had something to do with shooting bitches I don't know it was something um damn I wish I knew which song it was that's besides the point so he calls my mom tells my mom I have an inappropriate <laughs> I have an inappropriate uh email signature so I get home before my mom gets home and I change my email signature to Priscilla Renee's dollhouse lyrics my mom gets home. She's like, let me see the signature. And I show her the email signature. And I'm like, you see, he was just tripping. Like, it's not, it's not a bad, it's not a bad signature. It's just song lyrics. I guess I wasn't supposed to have song lyrics. And that was the end of that. So yeah, I took out the email signature after that. But Priscilla Renee played a big part in my um, elementary school year. Or no, that was actually middle school, middle school years. So shout out to you, Money Long. You did your motherfucking thing. And I can't stop listening to Hours and Hours. I love hours and hours. I be singing that thing like I am money long in a studio, okay? You give me your superpower. Together the world could be ours. And thank you, okay? And I told y'all, don't worry. First of all, those ain't even really my pipes. I'm trying to save y'all. I'm trying to really make sure y'all don't hear the pipes, pipes for real, until the one hit wonder drops, okay? So, damn. I be looking at the time like, damn, 15 minutes or what, yo? I'm talking in 14 minutes. We done talked about nothing, but hey. It's good. It's okay. It's cool. Today I was in the shower. First of all, let me make sure I didn't address all of my little side note talking points. I wrote some shit down today, y'all. But I feel like the delivery is giving. It's Friday. I'm in a good mood. Um, yeah. We're going to save the other stuff for another time. I ain't really into it. So I was in the shower today, right? And I was thinking about the whole phase. And I ain't got too much to say about the whole phase. But I'm glad I went through my whole phase as a kid not as a kid but like in my youth because right now I'm seeing a lot of girls going through their whole face and it's like all right cool but like at this age mentally I don't feel like I'm in a place where I could be taken first of all I mean y'all know I'm in a relationship but, but but beyond that I don't feel like I'm in a place where I could be giving people access to me like that first of all let's break down what the whole phase is I'm gonna break down what my whole face was my whole face consisted of me doing a lot of having a lot of sex with people just to say I did it. And really, let me be honest, 
for the attention. Like, I love the attention. I wasn't the girl that was getting, you know, guys weren't writing me love notes or guys weren't chasing me down the halls to get my attention. But they were chasing my friends. So I'm like, okay, what can I do to stand out? And I thought about popping that pussy. It was just a hot thing. It was a cool thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, I remember actually in, <laughs> kind of embarrassing, but hey, this is how life moves. I was in my freshman year of high school. And the hottest guy in school, well, he was just the hottest guy in school. I don't know how it got came about, but we were like on Facebook. And some, he was like, you want to come over or something like that. This was like late at night. So at that age, I didn't realize that if a nigga hits you up late at night, that means the nigga only want one thing and one thing only, right? We all know what it is by now. If you don't know, nigga just want his dick fuck, sucked or wants to get fucked. Really, the nigga just wants his dick fucked. Because you know back then, niggas didn't really fuck you to fuck. They just fucked you to get a night off. All right. Ooh, we getting graphic, honey. Okay, so, yeah. I went through the whole phase. I met up with the nigga, sucked the nigga dick. It's a school. Everybody knew about it. Okay. And so that's when the whole phase began. I'm like, okay, cool. It wasn't even that everybody, so everybody knowing about it was embarrassing. But the, the thing that I loved was like, okay, the nigga's on my line. So I'm like, okay, you can get a nigga on your line by sucking and fucking. Right? So I'm like, all right, that's when it just became like, I made that correlation. And after that, it was just like, boom, 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 boom. Now, sexual liberation is not that big. Like, you know what? It's, it's not something I would participate in now. Like, I definitely wouldn't be fucking and sucking whoever, whatever. But that's what the girls do now. So I remember when that one episode, I was like my whole phase. I was really just doing everything in my youth that women do now. But I'm glad I went through it then so that I don't have to go through it now. I hate to see women, and I'm not saying every woman is doing this for this reason, but I just hate to see Fuck it. Fuck what I hate to see. I don't even care about what they doing for real, for real. I'm just glad that I wasn't, that I'm not currently right now pressed for attention from somebody and doing whatever it is that I can do to get that attention. One thing about me and my whole face is that I was like, I was so desperate for attention that I was telling myself I like niggas and I didn't even like niggas. You ever like a nigga, but you don't really like the nigga. You just tell yourself that you like the nigga because then you just telling yourself to like the nigga. So you convince yourself that you like the nigga, but you don't really like the nigga. That was me. If you dealt with me in high school, I didn't really like you. I just told myself that I like you. I just told myself that I liked you. Like I, I was dealing with a lot of ancient ass niggas, giving a lot of them ancient ass niggas my time. And that's what I don't like. I don't like that niggas can say they knew me. But the best part about it is I'm reborn and I'm a new being. So they don't really know me. They know old Constance. But like, ew. I don't like the whole idea of giving someone access to me beyond the concept of like sex, um, excuse me, soul ties and um, exchanging energy with niggas. It's just the fact that niggas had access to me. Like I was so on go. Like you hit me up, boom, I'm there. You text me, boom, I'm there. Like there was no strategy to the fucking the niggas. Like, I know some girls now, they fucking the niggas, they get in the bags. They fucking the niggas, they get in shit. I was just fucking the niggas and coming to school and niggas was just calling me a hoe. But I'm telling myself, you know what? Let me embrace that hoe role. So another thing I was doing, all of this, y'all, is to get attention. I don't even know. This is, I'm telling you, the girl was lost in the sauce. I was doing a lot of, like, taking sexy photos and posting them on the internet. Again, to get the niggas riled up. You know, it's crazy, y'all. In the midst of all this, deep, 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 deep down, I knew I wasn't really fucking with niggas like that. Um, in middle school, like, my first, like, gay, well, this one wasn't my first gay interaction, but, like, my first gay, like, relationship was in middle school. I was with a guy, dating a guy, and I remember I, like, 
found out that this girl liked me, so I dumped the guy for the girl. You know what I'm saying? So I already knew what type of time I was on, but I'm like, hey, let me just keep going with the flow because this is what's getting me attention. This gives me something to talk to my girls about when they talking about, oh, this guy got them so-and-so for Valentine's Day. I could say, oh, well, you know what? I sucked the soul out of this nigga. I didn't really, you know, I was just lost, okay? That's besides the point. I'm happy I went through that phase back then. Let's talk about the dating out of desperation, like telling yourself you like a nigga, but you don't like a nigga. I did a lot of that. And this is what's so crazy, y'all, about it, like, the mind is a powerful thing. And I'm saying it is because, like, you can really wake up one day, say a nigga's on your line, and you tell yourself, you know what, I'll give this nigga a chance. Like, I like the nigga, and the nigga's cool. You can really convince yourself that you like a nigga, right? Boom. Then you in a whole relationship with the nigga. You don't even want to be in a relationship with the nigga, but you just in a relationship with the nigga because you don't told yourself you like the nigga. You know what I'm saying? So the mind is a powerful thing. That's why I be telling y'all, get to speaking them affirmations and talking to yourself and telling yourself positive things. Because if you can convince a nigga that you, if you can convince yourself that you like a nigga, and bitch, you can convince yourself that you that bitch. But that's besides the point. Let's talk about, I just want to talk about a dumbass nigga that I dated. I knew, dated. I, we didn't even date, just was fucking. Every guy I was with was just fucking. Like, I I, I never really been in a real relationship until the relationship I'm in now. But that's besides the point. I'm going to talk about this dumbass nigga. This one I knew someone right up here, right? Because Constance now would never do this. I met a guy on, actually, I used to work at a restaurant. And I don't know how I met the guy. But the guy was my coworker's son. She was like an older coworker, beautiful woman. Like just, you know, nice coworker that I had. It was her son. I don't think I met her son through her, but it just was her son. Um, and he was like a little fake drug dealer, whatever. You know, sold little dime bags, G's. It won't push you no weight for real. You know, just high school drugs, weed, straight weed, as far as I was concerned. And I'm thinking, I'm like, with a kingpin, you know, probably for a week, two weeks, he's, girl, doing subtle shit, like, buying me, what you call them, Baja Blast, the Freezies from Taco Bell, picking me up, picking me up, nigga had a car. When you date a nigga in high school, they have a car, and you don't have a car, girl, you that girl. But, you know, picking me up, rolling up J's, whatever, like, it wasn't off no real shit. But I'm telling myself that, like, okay, I found the one. All of that kingpin type shit lasted for, like, <laughs> two weeks. And then the nigga car went missing. I mean, the nigga car, like, broke down, right? Nigga car broke down. I'm telling myself, you know what? It's okay. Stick beside a nigga because that's what a real bitch do. Telling myself that. And you know what? I really don't even believe in that, but we're going to get into that. That's what a real bitch do, right? Okay. Let me write that down because y'all know be forgetting. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up, Constance. Y'all, my brain be moving so fast. I be like, don't forget. Don't forget. Don't forget. And I don't forgot. Hold up. Mm. Okay. So I'm sticking beside the nigga. I'm like, I'm going to hold it down for the nigga. Lost his car. Next thing I know, the nigga's losing his weed. Like, they can't, can't re-up because all the money that went into the car. So the nigga don't got no weed. The nigga don't got no car. The nigga ain't got shit. But I'm telling myself, hold it down for a real nigga. Nigga ain't on shit. Once the money stopped, the, the our interaction stopped, the nigga was just no longer no good. Now, I'm not saying stay with a nigga because the money. I'm just telling y'all this what the fuck happened. Okay, boom. So, nigga ain't got shit. But I, I had a job since I was 14. So, I'm working. I'm making money. I think I was like 17 at this point. 18, actually. Probably 17, 18. Yeah, I had money. Um, And shit just started not adding up when I was like, Ubering myself home, Ubering myself to see him. This one, Uber just started getting there. So Uber wasn't even that expensive. But, you know, I'm I'm just doing all this stuff, and it's still not clicking to me that this ain't right. It's just like, I'm just like, hold it down, hold it down, hold it down, hold it down, hold it down. Right? And then senior prom. 
he doesn't go with me to prom, which I thought was embarrassing too because y'all know I never really like I said I wasn't the one that they was chasing to get to ask to like nobody asked me to prom nobody wanted to go to prom with me nobody wanted to take me out on a date nobody wanted to do any of that shit that girls be having in high in high school at least on TV and I mean my friends was going through it too I just didn't have that story I actually remember somebody Facebook messaged me and asked me to be their prom date and it was a joke I wasn't gonna go regardless nigga if you watching this look where the fuck I'm at now homie exactly and thank you but niggas was just they wasn't taking me serious back then it's because the whole phase and hold on we're gonna get into that but anyways yeah so the guy didn't go with me to prom but the nigga shows up to the hotel that we get for prom i think the nigga brought his niggas whatever happened happened that night boom next morning we riding home i think in an uber that i bought and he texted me talking about he need twenty dollars Niggas older than me. So I was, was, let's say I was 18, right? He had to be 19, 20, something like that. Texting me for $20. Girl, I, this was like the last like time we really kicked it for real. I gave him the 20. And after that, I said to myself, man, this nigga's broke. But after I made that mental note that, man, this nigga's broke, I'm still fucking with him. You ever been in a situation where, like, you done seen all the red flags? You can identify all the red flags. You telling yourself that this ain't that motherfucking nigga that you're supposed to be with. But you still fucking with the nigga, right? That's why I told you the mind is powerful. I really convinced myself that this nigga was worth it. So even though I told myself that he wasn't worth it, I was still battling with the, hey, I mean, he been worth it, so I'm sticking around, right? But the nigga wasn't really fucking with me. I get on Twitter, and I see the nigga, uh, like, what you call it, like, um, flirting with a girl or whatever. And... I see the nigga flirting flirt with a girl or whatever. And next thing I know, they posted up. It's a picture of them together in the bedroom or something. So I'm like, damn. So me and Rihanna thought we was doing something. That was like the last straw. First of all, I was still a little crazy, still was a little pressed. Like, I was still texting him, like, talk to me, talk to me. I miss you. I don't know why. I used to be a begging-ass motherfucker. I'm really soft, y'all. Like, I be acting like I go hard and all this stuff. But I'm a softy. Like, if I like somebody, I be, you know, I... I let them know I like them. I hit them up, whatever. I have no problem showing my feelings. As y'all know, I have no problem showing my feelings. Anyways, boom. So he posted up with a girl. This is our last and final interaction. Me and Brown thought we was doing something. I had a shirt of his. Don't know why I had a shirt of his. Don't know what type of shirt it was. Probably was like a Hugo Boss t-shirt. Probably was something, well, nothing serious. And, bitch, we set that shirt on fire and we swore we was doing something. I was like, yes, bitch. I thought I was in a movie. I thought I got the best revenge of my life. But I was so fucking happy. We lit that motherfucking thing on fire. That's why I say, Brianna, I fucks with you. I don't know if you remember that, but we did that, and you was right there with me lighting that bitch up on fire. I remember we tried to light it on fire. I don't know what we used, but, like, the, it didn't catch, like, fire fire. We didn't have, like, lighter fluid or anything like that. We just tried burning it, like, with a regular lighter. It was taking a long time to get on fire, but when it finally went into flames, we was like, yes! I remember we was like, fuck, like, it's not working. Like, we kept trying to, like, pick it up, light it, pick it up, light it. Anyways, we finally burnt it. That was it. Boom. So that was a quick story. Quick story about nothing. But at the end of the day, I was just so confused through my whole phase. And I think, like I said, I'm happy that I went through the whole phase because now I no longer feel like I learned everything I needed to learn back then. So now that I'm in this phase of my life where I'm actually working on things and I have goals and, 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 and like, I'm just not allowing myself to get distracted by any dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm happy that shit is over and done with. The sexy photos. I was posting the sexy photos trying to get attention, but I would always tell myself, like, oh, well, I'm putting it out there so nobody can expose me. You know what they did? I was hesitant to tell y'all this, but I actually, they made a collage of all the pictures I posted. It wasn't, like, naked, like, naked photos, but, like, maybe I was in underwear, like, 
just a little provocative. They were provocative, but I wouldn't post pictures like that now. Like, that's just not in my character, but I see a lot of women post pictures like that now. Anyways, they took and posted a collage of them, and they was like, uh, what they say, like, biggest hoe? What they say? Hoe award? I don't know what the fuck it was. I won, like, a hoe award. They made it. I really don't fuck with them niggas, like, after that. Like, it was some dumb shit, but them niggas... Nah, like, I be getting around them sometimes. Like, in the back of my soul, I be feeling like, you a funky, janky-ass nigga. But childhood shit, right? Okay, move past that. But, yeah, it was just, like, a lot of, like, I look at the old and I'm like, I can't, I didn't, I, I can't even recognize that person. But I'm happy I went through that shit. So if you went through your whole phase in your youth, shout out to you. Because if you're going through your whole phase now, child, may God be with you. Because you know what I didn't take into account? STDs are real. STIs are real. People be getting pregnant. Thank God I never got pregnant. Like, you could just be fucking with some dirty dick-ass niggas. Like, they be talking about bitches and they pussies be stinking and shit like that. Niggas dicks be stinking. Niggas be stinking. Like, anyways, boom, past that. Let's talk about when I said, what the fuck I write down? Holding it down for a broke nigga. Look, all right, I believe in holding it down for a nigga that is grinding, working towards something. But then you got them bum, dumb-ass niggas that's not working towards shit, not making an effort to do better for themselves, not not doing shit, but they leeching off you, they using you, and they making you feel like you ain't shit. And it's like, why the f- like, you know what I'm saying? You're not supposed to stick around for a dumb, bum-ass nigga. You're supposed to stick around for a nigga that maybe don't got shit, but the nigga's future is rich. Like, the nigga's mind is rich. Like, the nigga's working towards shit. You know what I'm saying? When I get on here and I talk about scammers and drug dealers and whatever, it's not me judging. It's me speaking from the past of dealing with niggas that's just so mentally they immature. Like, ain't shit going on up here. And they convincing girls that they that the that the girl has no worth outside of them. And they convince the girls that they are top dog and they know what they doing and stick around with a Like, no, nigga. No, nigga. Everybody want to be motherfucking Gucci and... Keisha, you ain't Gucci and you ain't Keisha. You know what I'm saying? You might be Keisha, but they ain't Gucci. Is is Keisha the name? Child, I told you pop culture. I gotta Google it just to make sure I'm saying the right name. Gucci, Keisha. Yeah, it is Keisha. I don't even know why I'm acting like that because I already knew. Right. I don't even know why I was acting like that because I used to like the Keisha K.O.R. lipstick. I don't even know why I was acting like I ain't know. But, okay, yeah, like, niggas just be... If you're still here, that means you fuck with today's episode. So if you need advice, call in, all right? 240-587-3186. Call in, leave me a voicemail, and I'll address it in the next episode. Again, the number is 240-587-3186. Before we get back into the episode, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you are watching this on YouTube. And if you're tuned in on podcast streaming platforms, make sure you leave a review and a rating. All right, let's head back into today's episode. Some niggas really don't be on shit, and then it's like you're giving them your time. You're allowing them to have access to you. On top of not allowing them to have access to you, you also exchanging energy with them, and they dropping off pieces of them in you, and it's just like, ew, like... You don't deserve this access to me. You shouldn't even know what the fuck my number is. I'm just very, like, ill to niggas. Speaking of niggas, whole new topic. I don't fucking like... I talked about this in that episode with Brianna where we was talking about niggas don't know how to take no for an answer. I was watching, shout out to Kim. I was watching her. Uh, she did a story time on her YouTube. Y'all check it out. I'm gonna have it right here on the screen and in the description box. But she's, you know, she's talking about how she's dealing with a nigga. The nigga done told her he, uh... Y'all gotta watch the story. Crazy ass story. 
Anyways, the nigga, a killer, trying to talk to her, disclosed that he got a, a murderer history and still trying to talk to her. She's like, you know what, this ain't going to work. And the nigga ain't taking no for an answer. I don't know why niggas don't take no for an answer. I also don't know why niggas think cat calls are going to work. I don't know why niggas feel so entitled to your time. And that's what, you know what, I, you know how I am. Like, I don't want to say that a real man or a real nigga, but just a mature mindset is going to accept no for an answer. And a mature mindset is not going to have you feeling like, you need them to feel good about yourself. And a mature mindset is going to respect you for more than just sex. Like, this is why, like, okay, so the sexual liberation thing, it rubs, not that it rubs me the wrong way, but I think a lot of it is with, let me try to think before I speak. All I can say, I, I wasn't going, I'm not even going to go there. Just make sure you're being safe when you're having sex with these people and going through your whole face. Do your whole face, have fun, whatever. But shout out to the girls that had their whole face in high school because now you ain't got to keep hoeing. And if you're still hoeing, that's your life. You do what you got to do. Now, what is a hoe? Y'all define a hoe. I'm calling myself what I was a hoe. So if you match my story, then bitch, you a hoe in my book. If you don't match my story, that's fine. But it's the thing. Hold on, gotta be bad. Like, if that's what you want to do and that's who you are, by all means, go ahead and do it, okay? I ain't trying to get too deep into it. I'm just talking about myself. All right, let's 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 move past that because I feel like my I hate when my thoughts aren't fully developed and then I start speaking because I'm like, all right, hold up. I don't know if I'm really saying what I want to say. Um, We on 30. I'm like, what else I want to talk about? Ooh, my hands sounded real dry. Do y'all have that, like, I don't know if it's the, like, I just feel like as I get older, my hands are hard. But as a woman, I feel like I should have soft hands. But I just don't have soft hands. I don't got soft hands or soft feet. But my girl loves it, okay? Shout out to the people that love their women as they are, how they are. That's what you're supposed to be looking for. The sucking and fucking is cool, but I just, mm, mm, mm. You know what I need? I need some gay friends. I need some friends that's like, I just need some gay friends. Because I've been talking to my friends, and it's like, damn, like, I really don't want to hear about you sucking and fucking, and he did this and he did that. Like, what did she do? Where are the girls that want to talk about what she did to you last night or what you did to her last night? Hit me up. Call me. All right? DM me. Let's talk. Because I don't know where to find gay friends at. All right, let's start today's episode, because what the fuck am I talking about at this point? I told myself I was going to take some time to clean today, so I'm going to clean today, clean my room. My room is a mess. Like, my mental state is usually in the same state as my room, and right now my room is, uh, and y'all see how my brain is everywhere? It's because of what I'm looking at right now. So I'm going to clean up today. Whew. And, um, yeah, that's what's on my agenda for today. Maybe I'll record another episode for tomorrow, tonight, today, whatever. Let's end it. If you guys need advice, tap in 240-587-3186, or you can click the link down below in the description box. Or you can follow me on Instagram at ConstanceDePod. Click the link in my bio. Click on the Dear Constance Advice column tab, and that will direct you to my advice column. So those are three ways you can leave advice column submissions. Let's be clear. Don't get in there and write statements like the person that did this morning. I'm a terrible listener. You know, that's cool or whatever, but, like, let's put some context so I can really help you with something. Um, Yeah, let's do that. All submissions are anonymous. I don't know if you was testing to see if it was really anonymous when you wrote that you was a terrible listener. But now you know. I don't know who wrote that. So no judgment. Free, free, judgment-free zone. Okay, y'all, tap into it. Let's chit-chat. Let's talk. I'm in such a good mood today. Like, I love it. Um, 
I feel like I, I am definitely going back to the finger waves. This was cute, but, like, every time I get on here, I just think of Elvis Presley and, like, Elvis, it gave me like a little bit of Elvis. It gave me a little bit of Fantasia. It gave me a little bit of Candy back when she was, you know, before the long weave. Candy from Real Housewives of Atlanta, which, by the way, Candy has a new show out, and I have not watched it, Candy and the Gang, but shout out to her. I felt like she needed a show. Like I like I like seeing Candy and Todd on a grind. So, mm, yeah, guys, I think I'm going to wrap it up. Leave a review and a rating. Y'all are not doing that. Like, y'all just aren't doing that. Like, I appreciate the comments down below in the comment section. I appreciate the likes that y'all are leaving here, but, like, the podcast apps need to know you're fucking with me because this is a podcast. I give y'all a visual. I like the visual aspect, but just after the show, just do that little extra step. You know what I'm saying? You made it all the way to the end. You supporting me. Just support me a little bit more. Head over to the podcast app, and I think you can also do it on Spotify. So if you don't have an iPhone, head over to Spotify, head over to the Apple uh, podcast app, whatever, wherever you listen to podcasts on and look for the review and rating portion and leave me a review and a rating, please. Because we trying to make this a job for Constance. So let's, let's go the long way and do what needs to be done. Um, subscribe, subscribe to Constance, the podcast. Okay. Um, subscribe on YouTube, subscribe on whatever podcasting platform you listen to me on. So if you listen to me on the, the podcast stores, make sure you hit the download button, the subscribe, the plus sign, like put that in your library. So people know, Oh, you know what? Like, so the apps know, oh, we they fuck with Constance. Like, yeah, Constance is doing that motherfucker. Let's get more people in front of her. Um, what else do I need y'all to do? Follow my personal page, Black Mocha, B-L-A-C-K-M-0-C-H-A. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm everywhere. Follow me. What else, y'all? Y'all know the shit by now. Y'all know the spiel. What else I need y'all to do? Screenshot this. Screenshot this and post it on your Instagram story and tag me. Tag me at Constance the Pod. Let me know that you are fucking with the show. Let me know you made it this far. Because if you stuck around for 36 minutes, bitch, you deserve to be recognized. So you tag me. I repost it. I tell you I love you. And we keep it going. Um, I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for tapping in. Thank y'all so much for giving me some time on a beautiful Friday. If y'all live, I don't know where y'all live. I live in uh, Northern Virginia. Sun's out. Everything looks good. I look good. Y'all probably look good. It's a good day. I'm in such a good mood. Okay, let me start cleaning. You know, when it's, like, nice outside, I do not even want to, like, touch nothing. Like, all right. Let me tap out. All right? Love you guys. Peace. Look, the podcast ended, but I just thought about this. So I was like, I got to come back. Y'all know the song. Who the fuck? I should have looked up who the fuck wrote the song before I came back. But if I sing the song, y'all going to know. But I think this song is perfect for today's episode. Hit it. Five, four, three, two. Once upon a time, not long ago, I was a hoe. Hey, and I'm admitting it, and thank you. That's all I really want to come back and say. I'm telling you, you stay to the end, you really be getting the full, you get it all, honey. I feel like that's the perfect song for me. Okay. <laughs> Bye for real. Peace. I really like that piece. Peace. All right, let me just end it.